Women have been giving birth for centuries, so it's a pretty natural experience, right? Wrong. I'm Stephanie King, professional doula, childbirth educator, and the creator of the My Essential Birth Course, the online childbirth education course that's helping women everywhere confidently achieve their best birth. Today's culture would have us think that birth should be treated like an illness or an emergency, and that most of us need other people telling us what's best for our bodies because we aren't the experts. So sit tight, because if you're tuning into this podcast, you'll probably start to believe in your body, your intuition, and find yourself empowered and confident to do what it takes to have the birth of your dreams. If you like listening to me take you through these weekly topics step-by-step, then you're going to love the My Essential Birth course. Make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast and definitely head over to myessentialbirth.com for the free downloads mentioned right here in these episodes and to join the birth course and community full of pregnant moms just like you. I have to add a disclaimer that I am not a medical professional and I cannot provide medical advice. All of the information expressed in this podcast are based off of personal, professional, and educational experiences and are my own opinions. Please work with a provider you trust for medical advice during your pregnancy and birth. The reviewer of the week this week is anonymous 5463728, which is very anonymous because I have no idea who that is especially with all the numbers. And she says, can't recommend enough. I'm a first-time mom and felt like I literally had no clue what I'm doing, but this podcast has been so incredibly informing and helpful. My husband is a fourth-year med student and I can actually hold my own and then some when discussing birth processes, statistics, what's normal, what's helpful, etc. with him after listening to this podcast. I think that's huge. And I kind of love that you have a husband that is involved with the medical stuff so that you can have those conversations. Uh, she says, thank you for shedding light on topics many others won't and from a neutral and non-judgmental perspective. I also really appreciate your faith perspective and how deeply it can affect your birth experience. As someone who has been feeling very nervous about giving birth, I can't recommend this podcast enough. I feel so much more confident in my body's abilities and truly believe that their knowledge has been powerful. This is amazing. I love everything that you said. I really appreciate the review. I love that you're able to talk to your husband, but most importantly, I think it's really important that you're able to learn some things while you're listening and then be able to use them in your daily life and in your preparation and knowledge for your continued birth experience. So that's really amazing. Thank you. This week's topic is a fun one. I mean, it depends. I hope that you think it's a fun one, but I'm going to talk about cloth diapering. Um, It's something that I ended up doing with my children. I think I started with my second and carried that into my third and actually at one point had all three of my children in cloth diapers, but it's also something that I know a lot of new moms have questions about, and so I want to kind of dive into that. I want to talk about what are the benefits of cloth diapering? Are there any risks associated with it? Um, how many diapers are you going to need? What what do you need to be able to take care of the diapers? You know, different washing techniques or soaps or what are the different materials involved? All of those things. And then when you've got cloth diapering, I want to talk about some of the alternatives to like safe diaper creams while you're using cloth diapers, other equipment you might need like a diaper sprayer or buckets or just wait, I'll get there. Don't worry. And then accessories like snappies or pins or, you know, what are you going to do to be able to close up that diaper? And then I'll talk to you a little bit about some of the popular brands and the more budget friendly ones. Okay, so what are the benefits? Obviously, there are a few for baby. There's definitely some for us as the parents. So 
here's some of them. They're definitely better for baby. I think it is my personal opinion. And I think some of the research behind that would definitely say that is the truth. Um, there's some chemicals and things that are inside of disposable diapers, which maybe we don't necessarily think about. Uh, but what exactly is stopping all of that urine from going all over the place? There's some chemicals and things that are in there to um, absorb all of that stuff and then to make it not smell and to all the things. And so you'll notice too with the different brands of disposable diapers, such as like a Loves versus Huggies, and don't worry, it's if you use one or the other, it's none of my business. I'm just saying you'll notice when you use them that there are differences um, and benefits to one versus the other. Another side note, if you are gonna use disposables though, um, the Kirkland brand is apparently made by Huggies or like an offshoot of, it's, it comes from that area. So if you're liking Huggies, you don't love the price, Kirkland is an excellent, excellent option for disposable diapers. And you can find those at Costco because Kirkland is specifically a Costco brand. So if you don't have one near you, pretend I didn't say that and I'm sorry. The nice thing about cloth diapers is they're not gonna have any of those chemicals. In fact, a lot of them, most of them, are made from cotton. And so, there. I mean, there's. I'm not gonna get into all of the things that can go along with that. Like there's hemp inserts and some other cloths that are used but I'll let you guys kind of do the research on that. I just want to go over the basics. But the nice thing about it is it's not going to contain those chemicals. I know a lot of women are interested in um, the organic cotton. And the reason behind that, the idea behind it is that the people farming the cotton may, may or may not use pesticides. And when that is used, obviously, in the cloth diaper, it may or may not have an effect on baby. And so if you do have a child who has crazy sensitive skin and you're noticing even with a cloth diaper that they're still having some of those sensitivities, then it might be worth it for you to look into um, a different material or an organic cotton. So that is something for you to consider. I would say that is one of the most common reasons. I shouldn't say most common, but it's very common for a mom who has a baby that's in disposable diapers and who is having issues with um, diaper rashes that when they move them to cloth diapering, they don't have that problem like almost at all. It's really common for the diaper rash issue to go away completely. And so that is obviously going to be a benefit for baby and for mom, because then you're having to use less diaper rash cream, um, whatever comes along with the creams, because as we know, anything we put on baby skin, even, you know, anyways, all of those things are a little bit extra that you wouldn't have to worry about. And I'll talk about the diaper rash cream with the cloth diaper because it is a little different. You don't want to be using the same kind of diaper rash cream that you're able to use on disposables if you have a baby that needs it on cloth diapers. So it's a little bit different. Another benefit is the breathability in a cloth diaper. And sometimes I kind of laugh about this a little bit because when a baby does urinate in the cloth diaper, um, it sticks to their skin, or in other words, like they can feel it. It doesn't necessarily wick completely away. And so it might not feel so breathable, but isn't that interesting that you can have a baby that's in cloth diapers and they've got some wetness and they still don't develop a rash, which tells you it's not just because you weren't changing your baby's diapers enough or whatever. So anyways, that was kind of a side note, but um, the breathability. So because it's cotton, it breathes really well. Uh, there's different covers and stuff that you can use so that'll make it a little less or more breathable but all of that's going to be all around better for baby skin just like i talked about before the other thing is because you have that wetness against baby skin it's really a good teacher for um kids that are trying to get potty trained in fact this is 
something that it was recommended to me and that I used in, in trying to potty train my children. I'm not going to say if it worked super well or not because potty training was hands down my least favorite thing that I did with my children so far to date. But I did start putting on, I would put underwear, like just like a little Hanes, whatever underwear underneath their diaper so that when they would start to pee, they'd be like, oh, I don't like that sensation and hope that it would move them into, well, let's take that off and go potty in the toilet. That wasn't the best teacher for me. However, um, people swear by having the cloth diaper being in a space for you to be able to use. So when it's wet against baby skin, it kind of gives them the sensation that I don't like how that feels. So I'm going to transition more to the toilet. Obviously, I'm not just saying that if you put a diaper on your baby that and it's wet, that they're going to start thinking to use the toilet. But it's part of the potty training that can work for that. The other thing I loved about cloth diapers and the specific ones that I used because I used them that had snaps on the outside. And so it was a lot harder for my babies, for my kids to get into their diapers. And if some of you moms that are listening, you know, you'll have a baby that wakes up from a nap and you go to check on them and you're like, what is all the turds everywhere all over the bed and the poop on the walls and the like, you know, luckily I didn't have a ton of that, but there were a couple times that I was like, that is it. I'm either duct taping your diaper or we're finding another way. And so even when I put my babies back into disposables, which I will get into why in a moment, but when I put them back into disposables, Um, And my third especially would start getting into his diaper or my oldest would come and he'd take the diapers off of him and his brother or both of his brothers or just, you know, things that kids do that drive you crazy. I started taking um, the covers that I had and I would put them over the disposable. So I had, um, they're called pocket diapers. And so it's a kind of like a large diaper and it's just like it sounds. It has a pocket and then you put inserts inside and I would double them up. Well, in this case, I just used the cover, the pocket diaper itself without any of the inserts and I would wrap it around the disposable and I'd snap it on and the snaps were hard enough for them to pull off that they couldn't get into their diaper so for nap times for nighttime I'd shove that on them and then we'd call it good so little tip you're welcome you're going to want to be able to use that but that is another thing that is awesome about the cloth diapers is they are a little trickier for the kids to get into so hopefully a little bit less mess Now let's talk about some benefits for the parents because these are the ones that I think stand out um, and kind of the like ones that are like high up there for why we choose to cloth diaper. Number one is you actually save money. Now that wasn't my number one. My number one was I thought they were super cute and fun and I got obsessed with all the prints and I wanted to put my babies in them and I thought cloth diapering was really fun. Um, When you have three of them in there, it's a little less fun. When they start eating solid foods, it's a little less fun. But at the beginning, it was super fun and super cute. However, the cost is crazy. Like it's, so I bought the cheaper version. I bought what's, like I said, they were pocket diapers. They were still cute. I didn't have any special prints. They were like solid colors, but they were only a couple hundred dollars to begin with. And if, I mean, that sounds like a big investment up front. And in this case, my mom bought them. So I can't even take credit for the investment. It sounds like a big investment up front. But if you think about how much you really spend on diapers and what I should have done was actually calculate that before this episode. But if you think of the amount of money that you spend on diapers, even when you're buying in bulk from Costco and you're getting the Kirkland brand, it's a lot of money. And so if you can save money by buying some diapers up front, spending a couple hundred dollars up front, and this can be something that you put on your baby registry. Um, It's really awesome now too, because they even have these, I mean, there's cloth diapers everywhere, but you can even throw it on your Amazon registry. Or if you do like a baby list registry, I'll put a link in the show notes for that. It's just something that people can donate to and you can kind of get your stash before you have that baby. I'll get into in a moment kind of the different sizes and things 
reason why you you'll have a choice like you can either like do newborn to six months or you can choose to do it after six months or there's different ways that you can do it but in other words the initial investment might seem like a lot but the benefit is you're not having to buy cloth diapers a ton the initial investment is expensive but then it's actually less expensive in the long run and the upkeep really isn't that bad however some of you might not like it and that's totally fine like in a lot of ways disposables are a lot easier so just it's okay but I think for myself like I bought the pocket diapers I bought a drying rack um we had a utility sink not at first and that was kind of oh I was washing them in the sink and I didn't love that when they started eating solids so I probably wouldn't do that again um but I ended up just I'd dry them flat and I think they were PUL and don't ask me exactly what that stands for but it is a, it is the kind of um material that's on the outside of the diaper and it stops it from leaking through and you're supposed to lay them flat and dry them after you wash them but I would just throw them in the dryer and I seriously never had an issue with it in fact they tell you if you've been laying them flat and you start noticing some leak through you can actually throw them in the dryer for about 15 minutes and it can reseal up that material so I just resealed them every time that it probably wears them out faster, but it worked just fine. I also bought flats and prefolds. Prefolds are, they're like a thicker, like a couple of, I don't know, they're like squishier and thicker and they're surged on the sides and they're, um, they usually come in like thirds. So if you think of like the Gerber, like that's like the super popular, really nobody's using these or very few people that I know of even touch these for actually cloth diapering their baby, but they're really popular for using them for burp cloths. And so anyways, they're like the, the tri-folds and you can kind of fold them over each other. There's a couple different ways that you can put them on your babies. You can actually lay them out flat, put baby on and do some folds around, or you can like pre-fold them, putting them in thirds and put them right under your baby and just flip it on top. There's different ways to use them, but I did pre-folds and I bought flats. Flats were super fun, but just not very absorbent. So they're these like giant thin cotton material and you can do all these fun folds. My husband's in the studio right now laughing at me because I did get a little obsessive with it. He didn't, he didn't like it, but it's way cute. It's so cute. Anyway, so there's all these like fun folds and stuff that you can do. And I actually did like the diaper pins. Like it was so cute anyways. But like I said, I was didn't have a lot else to do. And I wanted to put a bunch of diapers on my babies and it was fun. The other side of it is it produces less waste, right? Obviously. And I think of like, I, it was comforting to me to know like in an emergency situation, not only would I have to worry about like where are my diapers going to come from, but also like where are they going to go, right? Because then we've got it like if you're you, with a new you're going through like 12 diapers a day now imagine stacking that up for a week or two if there's some like emergency and you don't have sanitation or trash or whatever anyways if you've just got cloth diapers you're taking care of the waste separately and then you're washing whatever you've got and you can reuse it so I thought that that was really nice and just like a weird fun fact I didn't know this but it says every child adds around 6,500 6,500 disposable diapers to our landfill which is just crazy to me I I mean I'm not gonna lie I use disposables and I was very happy about doing it but that's also like a ton of waste so um yeah and then the convenience right if the store is closed you always have a diaper if there's that emergency you always have a diaper um and then even washing I mean yes it's convenient you can throw it into your washer and you can dry it but in an emergency when you don't have those things available as long as you've got water and you've got some soap then you have diapers for your babies which I know as a mother is very comforting All right, so are there any risks involved with cloth diapering? So I don't know if I wanna consider these like risks, but I will say some things that are not so awesome about them are there's a lot of washing needed. 
we'll be real about that. Um, just like I mentioned, like it's great because if you, you know, don't have diapers or can't get them at the store, then you have them here. Yeah, but it does mean that you're going to be washing diapers quite a bit. Um, washing machines make it simple. I think having a utility sink is excellent. The diaper sprayer was something I looked into, but the thought of it, this is my personal opinion. So if you have a diaper sprayer, I love it. I think that's wonderful. But the thought of like hanging your diaper over the toilet and spraying it with a sprayer, I just pictured poop like flying everywhere as I was trying to clean my diaper. So I didn't actually do that. That was that didn't seem super sanitary to me. I will say when I had to use my sink, that sink was the cleanest sink in the entire world. Like I bleached, I like, ugh, it's still disgusting to think about, but I was able to use it and it worked. The nice thing is if you have, um, if you're using them on your newborns and they're breastfed or formula fed, like before they hit solids, that the, what they poop out is totally different than like your like solid food poops. And so it kind of just melts away in the wash. You don't even need to rinse it. So you can just put it straight into the washer. And I totally did that. <laughs> My husband's kind of laughing at me right now, but I did, I totally did that. I threw it all in the wash It melted away as they say, just like yogurt, that's how it's described. And then I threw it into the into the dryer and it was good to go. So the other part of that is they're smelly, right? They're, they're less absorbent, which means um, you can't really like smear any creams and stuff on them. They stink a little bit more. Babies are gonna need to be changed more often. Um, so you'll probably use them a little more often. And like I said, once they're on solid food, it's a different ball game. So everything that was like cute and fun about cloth diapering before my kids hit solids, once they hit solids, I was like, why am I doing this? It was a little harder for me to like wrap my head around. I did do it for quite a long time. Um, even afterwards, but yes, I, I think if you don't have a utility sink, I think what I would do differently now is kind of like roll everything off into the toilet um, and then use a bucket and put the bucket water down the toilet and then put the diaper into the wash. So that's something if, if you're thinking about doing it, I think it would be helpful for you to have that stuff nearby. The other thing about cloth diapers that's not so fun is they're not very convenient, right? They re it requires um, kind of a lot of things that you have to have with you at all times and the nice thing about disposables is when you're out to dinner or out to a friend's house or out to family or wherever if you go on a plane you wrap it up and you put it in a trash can and that is not the case when you have cloth diapers so you'll have to get like a what is it it's called like a wet dry bag which again I was like this is so cute look at all these fun prints right new mom anyone <laughs> okay so anyway so then we change you change your baby wherever you're at you clean them up and then you got to shut that into this like diaper bag where you're gonna have to take care of that later um, and that's the other thing if you are like traveling to family's house or whatever they might not be so excited about you having your cloth diaper stuff that you brought with you and three days of travel and whatever else so that is something to consider they're not super convenient especially for travel and so maybe you choose to cloth diaper when you're at home and disposable when you travel there's all different ways to do this there's no wrong answer so don't stress i want to talk about cost a little bit because i know you guys are going to be asking these questions um, and the truth is the price can kind of vary for any single cloth diaper between like five and twenty dollars and that doesn't include like if you're thinking of flats and pre-folds those are going to need some kind of cover to go over them and they'll, you'll need some way to um, either snap it on like with the, it's called a snappy I'll put a, a link in the show notes or you'll need some kind of pins to be able to put it on but it will need a cover so that you're not just wearing cotton and having it leak directly through and then the other diapers they have um, there's like an all-in-one where it's 
it's just what it sounds like. There's no pocket. There's nothing you have to fill. It's literally like a nice absorbent diaper um, that you stick right on baby. Those are going to be more expensive. They also take a little more time to dry. They take a little more care. And so it's like, I think if you have those, you're probably going to need a little bit more of them. And I'll get into exactly how many you'll kind of need in just a moment, but up to $20. And I've actually seen them over that, especially for some of these really cute prints. Uh, but then I had like the pocket diapers. Pocket diapers were fun. I really enjoyed them. They have cute little snaps on the front. Um, they have like where it's like one size and that's what I had where you can adjust the length as well as the width or they have like different sizes. Like this is a zero to three month diaper. This is a three to six month diaper and you'll have to buy, purchase new diapers along the way. I needed the budget friendly ones and that's why I did the all in ones or not all in ones, but the pocket diapers that were one size. But I will say that with those, it does make it a bulkier diaper. And so for little legs, I remember it would like stick their legs kind of out to the side. When we went to the parks, it was hard for them to like crawl up and and do some of the playing things so it's that is actually one of the reasons I went back to disposables anyways what I should have done or what I could have done was purchase some that fit them a little bit better so they're just a little bulkier just so you know okay so you're probably wondering how many cloth diapers am I gonna need there are some different ideas on this like they say maybe from zero to three months you're gonna need like 12 diapers no, you're going to need more than that because it's going to drive you crazy if your baby goes through 12 diapers every day to be constantly washing and repreparing those diapers. I think I had um, 24. That was a good amount for me. So I actually liked having the 24 um, and those were the pocket diapers for when they got a little bit older. I had a ton of flats and prefolds and I mean like probably 20 of each, which they're cheaper, they're less expensive. And I had them in different sizes. That way I could um, still do my cloth diapering. I would have my prefolds or my flats and a cover and they would be in different sizes for when they moved into the bigger ones. And then as they were, I think it was about six months that I could move them into the pocket diapers. That's what I did. And I found 20, having 24 was really, really nice because then I could go a day without washing and it wasn't a big deal. It was a smellier deal, but it wasn't a big deal. I still had what I needed for my baby. The other thing is I had a baby that was gonna be getting big enough to be able to use them, another one. And so then I had enough that I could put both of them in it. Um, I will say for, like they say when you're like at a year, you only need like three to five diapers. I'd still do like 10. <laughs> and when you're working on potty training, but you'll, you'll get the gist of it. I think just trying some things out in the beginning is really where it's at. It's kind of, um, you just don't know what you're doing. And I think asking around, I'm sure that there's cloth diapering groups online and all of those places you can, obviously if you're in, your, in the birth course and your cloth diapering, you can ask in the Facebook group, but asking other mothers and seeing what they're doing, I think is gonna be super beneficial to you. And then you just have to try it because what works for one is not going to work for another. And I mean, I had a friend who did like a hybrid and she really liked that, but it didn't work for my babies. And so you just kind of have to go back and forth and be gentle with yourself. It was the same thing when it came to like night diapering. I had a baby that like he'd pee through over and over and it didn't matter like what extra stuff I put in the diaper or the waterproof mattress or the cover that I had put down. And I'm like, why am I doing this? So I put him in a nighttime diaper, a disposable nighttime diaper, and I called it and I said, you know what? I'm still a good mom and I'm going to move on. So I want to give you guys the freedom to do that as well. All right. I want to take a moment and go over how to care for them so that you kind of know what you're getting into. Um, basically, your water temperature can't be like steaming hot, but you're going to want it hot enough that it, you know, gets some bacteria and stuff out of there. Uh, but the covers, whether it's PUL or there's, I'm sure I'm not even going to remember the other one. Anyways, there's some different materials that go on the front. And so if you do it too hot, it can damage some of that as well as the elastic. You do have the option to hand wash. That's 
always something that you can do. And I think um, I remember when I did ours, I didn't hand wash, but I used their specific soaps that you can use. So like if you guys have looked into cloth diapering at all, you've definitely heard of the rock and green. Um, you've probably heard of country save. There's some other ones. Country save is the one that I used. And I remember reading about some of them though, because they're like these natural whatever detergents um, that they can like strip off the dirt that is in your washing machine currently and put it onto your diaper. So you might want to do like a couple loads without that first, get everything stripped, and then you send your diapers through um, and then maybe use that soap pretty consistently. That was something that I had kind of a hard time with when it came to cloth diapering because I was like, I want to wash this stuff in Tide and I want to wash my diapers in this, and I don't want to have to worry about things mixing or irritations. And so we we were lucky in the sense that I what I ended up doing was I just used Tide on my regular laundry. I used Country Save on my diapers. I didn't have any issues. I know some of the other soaps, though, um, can be a little tricky. And so you'll just have to make sure that you read through what you're going to need and which soaps that you're interested in. And then as far as drying them, like I said, if you've got flats, prefolds, those are super easy. You just throw them in the dryer. If you've got the covers, um, you can hang dry. The pocket diapers, you can hang dry. Or if you're like me, I just throw them in anyways. I think my diapers came out to like $4 a diaper, but that was a while ago. So probably the lowest you're going to see is like five or six. So as long as you're willing to like, I might have to replace these later, then that would work for you. Okay. And then you guys heard me mention kind of, you can't really use like diaper cream on the cloth because then it makes it like it sticks to the, to the cotton and it makes it so that when your baby pees, it rolls off the sides and comes out the side of the diaper. So yeah, it's a little, it's a little more finicky, but not that big of a deal. I used, um, it was like a combination of baby soap and olive oil and some lavender oil. Anyways, I don't remember exactly what it what went together, but I just created this little thing that it was a recipe that I found online. It was pretty gentle and I would just put that on if they had any kind of rash issues. The best part about having the cloth diapers for me was noticing that um, the rash issues were coming from food. So then I could pay attention. Oh, when he has pineapple, his little bum gets super sore and I didn't have to guess if it was the diaper or some other outside irritant. Um, I knew it had to do with what he was eating. And so I actually enjoyed that about the cloth diapering, especially when they were young. But different home remedies include things like breast milk or apple cider vinegar, olive oil, like I mentioned, coconut oil, cornstarch. I'm sure that there's a ton of homemade remedies for diaper rash out there. So definitely take a look at those. Um, and then I mentioned before too, the equipment that you would need for having your diapers. And that's things like your diaper sprayer, or utility sink, um, any special detergent that you're gonna need. All that stuff is is what you'll wanna look into before getting all that stuff together. The other thing that you would need, not just for cleaning, but accessories is like you cloth wipes. Okay, so I totally got into this and I started, <laughs> my husband's laughing again. I made, I handmade my cloth wipes. I just, I got fabric from Joann's and I sewed them and I had tissue size and I had diaper wipe size and I love them and I actually still have them to this day because in the event of emergency, we need to be able to wipe our butts, okay? And so those were a couple of things that, oh, I even used like, I got like a Gerber pack of, of washcloths, like just the cheap ones, and I would use those. So there's all different kinds of things that you can use. You can also use disposable wipes. You don't need to have cloth wipes it's an option. So you'll need, if you have the cloth wipes, you'll need some kind of spray or some way to get it wet so that you can clean that down. And then you'll need a wet bag or a pail liner. Like we had a little trash can and it had like a, it was a wet bag that went over it. And that's where your dirty diapers go into. Diaper sprayer, like I said, um, 
You'll need fleece or disposable liners, whatever you choose to use for that. There's hemp inserts, or you can use pre-folds. And then you've got the snappies, which are what help hold your cloth diapers together if you do the pre-folds or the flats. And then any rash cream, like you'll you'll make it. And in fact, I actually think that they do make rash creams that are cloth diaper friendly now, so you don't even have to think about that. But if you wanted to, I know it was like a fun thing for me. I wanted to like put all my stuff together and I did that. I think if you were to go online and search cloth diaper, you're probably going to see a ton of options come up. I have been out of the game for just a minute and I'm not going to pretend that I know which ones are best. I know budget friendly was always on the top of my list. And so if it was budget friendly and it worked well, that's where I want it to be. Sometimes when you order from different places or you get sample, whatever, they're going to send you some cute stuff. And that's kind of fun too. I think even when you um, sign up for things in the hospital, like sample packets can come and they can include cloth diapers. So it just depends. But a couple that you might hear about are like Alva Baby, Mama Koala, Grovia, Charlie Banana, Bum Genius. That's been super popular for a long time. Kanga. Um, Like I said, I used Kawaii. It's K-A-W-A-I-I. And I use their one size. They're cute they're easy to use little bulky but they held a decent amount of the liquid um and they even have those on amazon so that's an option for you as well i think when it comes to budget friendly options i would put Kawaii up there because i think it's an excellent diaper but also budget friendly and then you've got the ones like the gerber which i don't highly recommend i think that they're thin they don't work super well i would say absolutely use them for your burp cloths but don't count on them for being excellent for your cloth diapers. And then Alva Baby is probably on the lower end. I know that Joann's, I haven't checked recently, but I actually was able to buy a cloth diapering kit from them and I sewed my own cloth diapers. <laughs> so goofy. Um, but it was fun. I like. I was like, I'm going to open an Etsy shop. This is exactly what I'm going to do. I am going to sew cloth diapers and I am going to sell them. Other mothers did that and they, you know, you've seen them online. That's another place you can get them is Etsy and they're excellent and they're beautiful and very cute. Mine came out like my five-year-old tried to do it and didn't work very well. So I still have it. I'm not quite sure why. I'm just hanging on to it. But it was fun. Like you get a little snappy thing and you get to like put the snaps in. And anyways, it was like fun cutting out the fabric and all that, even though I wasn't good at it. So you can even sew your own. So that's totally an option. Um, Anyways, I hope this episode was helpful for you guys. I know cloth diapering is like high on the list for moms today. I think there's tons of benefits. I also think doing a hybrid of like, I'm going to cloth diaper on some things. I'm going to have disposables for nighttime or travel, or I'm going to cloth diaper for three months and then be done after that. I mean, whatever you choose to do, it's your option, but I think there's tons of great information out there and I hope this was helpful. That's it for this week, but make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you get notifications first as I drop new episode every week. And don't forget to head over to myessentialbirth.com for all of the free downloads mentioned here and to join the birth course and community serving pregnant moms just like you. If you enjoyed this and other episodes, I would love it if you would take a few minutes to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I read every single one and include one at the beginning of each episode. See you next week.